Cascade Hoops Talk, Billy D. Join us on Twitter, Cascade Hoop Talk. I think you're going to enjoy today's show. We have Dennis Hobson. He's the first-year head coach at Lords University. He has his team playing well. Right now, they're atop the whack. Hobson grew up in Toledo, Ohio. Uh, he played basketball at Ohio State. He was an All-American there. He was also a Big Ten Player of the Year. He still, to this day, holds Ohio State's all-time scoring leader, over 2,000 points. He was the third player picked in the NBA draft after he graduated He played for the Nets, and then he played for the Bulls, where he was a member of the championship team. And then uh, he also played a few years in Europe. He has a very interesting story to tell. Uh, As I say, he has his team playing well, and we'll begin in 30 seconds. Cascade Hoops Talk, Billy D. Join us on Twitter, Cascade Hoop Talk. We're here today with Dennis Hobson. He's the head coach at Lord's University. Uh, they're nine and three and five and one in conference. They've played very well this year. Coach Hobson, welcome to the show. Uh, thanks for having me. You know, Coach, I was reading through your bio. You have probably one of the most interesting bios of anybody that I've interviewed up to this point. You know, can you talk about your background from Ohio State and you know how everything you went through and how you ended up at uh, Lords? Yeah, it's um, let, let me say I think my journey started in high school and. Um, I was one of those kids that didn't have any expectations in regards to the game of basketball anyway. Um, but, you know, after having a solid high school career, I was able to, to move on to uh, the Ohio State University where, again, not a lot of expectations, but one thing led to another uh, after my sophomore year, and I, I put myself and played myself in a position to where I was fortunate to be drafted um, in 1987 as a third pick and, um, you know, had a, had an okay career in the NBA, had a lot of injuries and, uh, had some, got some, got some bad information, um, from, from my agent and it caused me to go overseas for seven years. And I enjoyed that. And once I got done with my uh, overseas career, I came back and needed to know what I was going to do. Uh, so I decided to go back to Ohio State because I was a year and two quarters away from getting my degree. And I uh, did went back to school and finished up my degree. And I started coaching with Rolly Massimino thereafter at a, at a small NAIA school in West Palm Beach, Florida, uh, Northwood. Mm-hmm. And uh, after Northwood, I went on to Bowling Green State University as an assistant under Louis Orr. And uh, after they let us go in Bowling Green, I took a couple years off and um, – uh, the Lord's the Lord's University uh, came available, and Lord's is in the suburbs of Toledo, Ohio, where I'm from, and I was living. And one thing led to the next. I got to the got the job at um at Lord's, and uh, I'm happy to say I'm the head coach there. Well, and you're doing a heck of a job. Uh, just to fill in, because I I think you're being a bit modest. So when you were at Ohio State, you d- you did okay. Unless I'm mistaken, you were you were all American at Ohio State. Is that correct? Yes, I was all American. Um, I'm the school's all-time leading scorer. Uh, I'm the school's single-season leading scorer. So I do hold some records at the school that I'm that I'm happy with or impressed with. It, you, well, you should be very proud. And then, <laughs> don't you have some hardware that says uh, champion on it somewhere? 
Yeah, I do. I was, I was an NBA. I guess I am leaving some things out. Uh, <laughs> I was an NBA champion uh, with the Chicago Bulls back in 1990-91 season. Actually, it was our first uh, championship there uh, in Chicago. Well, anyway, congratulations. I uh, I just wanted to make sure that uh, everybody understood that you you really you have a very very interesting bio. One you should be proud of. Uh, Thank you. And you know, coach, you you're at Lords now. You're doing a very good job. What is your basketball? I'm interested in your basketball philosophy with that with you know all the different levels that you've played at. You know, what are the things that you emphasize to your team, and what are the things that you expect from them every time they step on the court? Uh, consistency and accountability. You know, I, I think, um, you know, when you're dealing with 18, 19, 20-year-old kids, um, they have a, a tendency to want to point the finger at somebody else uh, when the finger should be pointed at yourself. And I, I think the biggest thing is, like I always tell the kids, when you're able to look yourself in the mirror and admit that you have flaws, that's when you will become better at what it is you're trying to do. And uh, like I tell them, it's easy to point the finger at somebody or, or, or not, not accept the blame. But at the end of the day, in order to have growth as an individual, you have to um, admit where you need improvement. And, you know, it's not always the easiest thing for a person to admit that they're not great or they need some type of um, help doing something that they think that they're great at. So the biggest thing to answer that, that the biggest thing to answer your question is, is accountability. Okay, is is my number one thing. Be accountable for you. Know your job and do your job. And then you know w w once we get everybody on that on that same page, then we can have a decent team. When you recruit, obviously you got to have guys that can are athletic and can play the game at a high level. But what is it that you're looking for in that person as you recruit? I'm I'm looking for a person for one that's that 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 wants to practice. You know, I, sometimes and again, you're gonna you're gonna ask me, well, you know, how do you how do you know that they, they want to be? How you know they want to practice or be a practice guy? You know, th those are just questions that I'll ask. I'll, I'll you know get a chance to see them while they're practicing with their school or schools. But I don't want a kid that's non-committed to practice. You know, I I think for me, practice is very very important. Practice is where growth 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 starts. And, um, you know, it, it's big for me. That's where you learn the game outside of you working on your game in the off season. But that's, that's one of the places where you learn how to play the game of basketball. So, again, I'm looking for people that's committed in the classroom and they're committed in practice. And I think if you can get the commitment from kids that, that really can do what they need to do in the classroom and then outside the classroom on the basketball court, practice I'm, I'm referring to uh, you know again that that's what I'm looking for uh in a guy that's what's important to me so when you look back at your college career obviously getting to college from high school that's that's a huge jump especially to an NC2A division one level what do you what mm -hmm. would you say were the keys to you being successful you know I don't know if the, everybody has keys but I think Bill the biggest thing for me is 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 I was a I was a little more head and shoulders as a high school guy than the guys that I compete against. Now, played in a very competitive league. We had a lot of guys go to Division One my senior year. Um, so I played against competitive guys. But I didn't have the proper work ethic that I demand and preach today. 
when I was their age, to be honest with you. And, and to be honest, I, I probably didn't catch on to the whole work ethic until my sophomore year, going into my junior year when I had some success at Ohio State. That's when, that's when I started to turn, started to turn the corner and knew what a little extra work could do for me. Was there a moment that told you you had to develop that ethic or grasp on that ethic? You know, it, it wasn't a moment. It was it was a success. The success I was receiving in general. You know, I, I started I started a lot of games as a freshman at Ohio State, um, but you kind of defer a little bit as a freshman. Mm-hmm. Then after my sophomore years, I, I was doing some things that I couldn't picture myself doing, and I and after that, I'm saying to myself, you know what? If you exhaust more energies into watching more film, giving 100 percent no matter what, you know, you might be able to take this game to another level. And that's what I started doing. And after my sophomore year, my junior year, I led the team in scoring. I think I averaged 20 points as a junior. And then my senior year, I averaged 29 point something my junior year. So, you know, again, uh, the commitment to working harder and understanding the game from the neck up is uh, uh, which gave me a lot of success. Um, as a basketball player. So, Coach Hobson, you've obviously played in, at the high school level, the college level, pro level. You played overseas. Now you're coaching NAI ball. Where does NAI mm-hmm. ball fit in? You know, uh, a lot of people are curious about that because you've seen so many different levels. Well, let me let me say it's a competitive level. Um, is it as competitive as a Division One level? No, I can't sit here and say that. But what I can say is, is is that it gives kids an opportunity that might not be a Division One guy. It gives them a, a, another avenue, uh, an opportunity to, to, to further their career after high school. And what I've seen so far um, competing against the coaches and the teams that we've competed against to this point, you have a lot of good players, great players, and you have a lot of great coaches that's coaching the game of basketball. Mm-hmm. So again, it, it might not be Division One level to where it's you know you you got that fifteen thousand, twenty thousand fans when you run out, run out the tunnel or you're on national TV all the time, but again, it's giving those guys that 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 that's able to further their career after college. I mean, after high school, it's giving them that opportunity to do so. No, oh, absolutely, it definitely definitely gives an opportunity, and they're truly student athletes because you know the majority of these kids aren't going to go on to the next level. Right. Coach, you're again, you're nine and three, five and one right now. When I talk to coaches around the whack, I know you don't want to hear it, but what I hear is that Lords Lords looks good. Let's just say that. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about your team. So you're a good rebounding team. You're a good defensive team and everything, everything seems to start with Cliff Snow. You want to talk mm-hmm. about that young man? Yeah, Cliff is, uh, you know, he's about six, six and a half. And the thing with Cliff is that he would probably be on a higher level. He's just a thin kid. Uh, But in regards to his basketball IQ, Cliff is that coach on the floor that you that you want, because, you know, we we, we, as coaches, we can't go out there and play for our kids. All we can do is instruct them. And, you know, I'm fortunate because I have a guy like him that can kind of instruct the team or players while he's out there on the floor. So he's us out on the court. But he, it's, it's his savviness and his IQ for the game of basketball is, is off the charts. I mean, he's the type of guy that can pick things down on the floor. 
He knows exactly who's supposed to be where. He knows exactly what he's looking for in the offense and what other guys should be looking for. So, again, you know, I'm blessed to have a kid like him this for this year and another year. Um, but again, he, he, he makes our team or he takes our team to a, to a, to a, to a totally different, totally different level. Yeah. And as you mentioned, he's only a junior. And then I want to mention that Cliff Snow is from Middletown, Ohio. Uh, a couple more, uh, another young guy you have has really produced for you. Little Anderson. He's a freshman mm-hmm. out of Toledo and then Kenny mm-hmm. Coleman. He's only a sophomore out of Toledo. Little Anderson, again, me and his coach, Jamie Cash Merrick, which is a longtime college coach. He was his high school coach. And when I got the job, me and Jamie had a conversation. But moving forward, Little is, you know, I, I, I do I have, I do my percentages. And Little has the highest percentages in accuracy department than anybody on the team. You know, he just does everything right, you know, and hopefully he'll continue to do that. But, you know, his assist to turnover ratio is great. He shoots over 50% from two. He shoots over 50% from three. You know, so he rebounds the basketball. He has very few turnovers. By the time he becomes a junior, he's going to be an all-league player as long as he can stay healthy. But he's just a – he, and more importantly, he's a great student and he's great in the classroom. Hey, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I, I was going to say he actually shoots almost 57% from both the two and the three. I, I'm sorry to interrupt you. No problem. Yes, he's very efficient. He's very accurate. And then Kenny Coleman Graham is stepping in because one of my main guys, my point guard, which is an all-league, which is an all-league player, and actually he led the league in assists last year. He's been out all year because he had knee surgery, so he's going to redshirt this year. So Kenny has stepped in and has, he's done a nice job uh, controlling the team and doing what we ask him to do. And you know, like you know, and I know, and every other coach in the, that's coaching basketball knows. You got to have a good point guard. It all starts with your point guard. So, again, if I can keep these two guys along with Cliff, Cliff Snow and the other supporting cast to be consistent, know know their job, do their jobs. You know, if you're a role player, be a star within the role that you're playing. The role that you play. If you're a star, I want you to be that star. If we can keep everybody moving in the same direction and believing, I think we got a good chance. And then, Coach Hobson, you have something uh, you don't see very much anymore. You're you're playing. You're starting a couple of uh, used to call them twin towers. A couple of six nine guys, uh, Julian mm-hmm. Egbo, and and Nick Welch. Yeah, uh, um, Egbo. He's from Toledo as well. And then uh, yes. Nick Welch. He's from uh, Temperance, Michigan. Both both juniors. Mm-hmm. Nick, I, I coached Nick in high school, and I've watched his growth. Uh, he's come a long way. Um, Julian, I coached him in high school as well. Um, and Julian had just started playing basketball in high school. So to see him and his growth to this point is, is great. And to kind of piggyback on what you said about both being 6'9", I think the big thing is that they're 6'9", but they still move well, and they both can shoot it from the perimeter, um, and they can defend. They can defend away from the basket. So it kind of puts us in a great situation that we have length, but that length is not – like two big old burly guys not being able to move. They're right. able to move. So that's a great thing. And then we come off the bench with uh, Ray White, and he's another uh, six, seven, six, seven kid out of Cleveland that he's an athlete. He's the athlete of the three. Um, so, again, I, there, there's different things that I can use or different combinations that I can use. And right now, I, again, I think we're, we're going in the right direction. Um, I want to tweak a couple of things. 
And I feel once we get those things tweaked and the guys understand that they're, they're, they're the ones that's being hunted now and take their game from game slash games from being an A to an A-plus level, um, we'll be in great shape. That's one thing I've noticed uh, as I watch, the more games I watch, is the distance from great to fantastic or very good to great, however you want to great. That distance is, is razor thin. That's right. And you, you just have to work your tail off to get to that next level because every everybody else, the guy down the street's doing it as well. That's right. And like I tell the guys, you know, you, you know, when you're out hunting people, when you're you're number six and you're 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 being a hunter versus versus now being hunted, you know, mm-hmm. um, you have to what you did to get to that point. If if that was average six rebounds a game, now you got to average ten rebounds a game. And you got to be consistent with it. You can't you can't stay at the top by doing the same things that got you there. Now you got to do even more, you know. So it, again, you have to commit to greatness. And like I always tell the kids, there's no such thing as being perfect, but you got to be as close to perfect as possible to stay there. So one thing I want to say about Ray White: two out of the three times he shoots the ball, it goes in the hoop, sixty-six percent. That's amazing. Uh, yeah, and you know it's funny. It's funny because Ray Ray. <laughs> With him being such a great athlete, Ray, he, they told me before I got here, he couldn't do any of that. So to see his growth is, again, you know, I'm, I'm excited for those guys. But it's one thing that I do know about Ray. Ray played for a tough coach in Sonny Johnson at Garfield in Cleveland. And I know Sonny personally. Okay. And he has a lot of D1 guys. So, you know, it's in Ray, but sometimes you're overshadowed by so many other guys. But now Ray is in a situation to where, hey, let it all hang out. You know, I'm not going to stop him. You play a couple more WAC conference games before Christmas, and then you're going to play an exhibition, and then uh, before the new year, you go to uh, Kent State Tuscaroras. Mm-hmm. What are the What are the keys for you to, as you said, everybody's gunning for you now in the WAC. Uh, what are the mm-hmm. keys for you to do well or win that conference? I'm sure just doing well isn't your goal. Your goal is to win it, right? Yeah, that's that's our goal. But you know, at the end of the day, again, you know, it's, it's still early. You know, we appreciate the fact that we are where we are. We, like I told the guys, we we can't be playing our best basketball right now. We want to continue to get better. And you know, my thing is, is what we try to do is we try to make you uncomfortable when when uh, we're on defense, and then we try to run a lot of offense to where it's hard for you to scout us. You know, Coach, before I uh, before I let you go, I got to ask you, tell us what it felt like when that but when that clock went down to zero. And you won. You were part of a team that won an NBA championship. <laughs> you know, it, it, you know, Bill. It's funny because there, there's a lot of things that you just don't really pay that much attention to until after the fact. And you know, sometimes now, if I'm you know driving down the street, you know, I just think about going back to Ohio State, getting my college degree, how great that was. Mm-hmm. I think about being on a championship team. I mean, playing in Chicago, winning the championship, how great that was. Because not everybody, I mean, you you, you see some of the great ones uh, that's went through the NBA, and a lot of the great ones have never won an NBA championship. And I think that's, that's, that's one thing that everybody shoots for, but unfortunately everybody doesn't get the, get the opportunity to win that. So to be uh, lumped in a group of guys that – actually has won an NBA championship is just, I mean, it's the best feeling ever. And, and like I say, when you're young, I don't think you pay attention to things like that. But as you get older, 
you can appreciate it a little more. Yeah, and nobody could ever take that away from you, Coach. And, exactly. Neither one of those, the, 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 the college degree nor the championship, can't take that away. Well, Coach, it's been a real pleasure having you on here. I'm hoping that as you get a little deeper into conference, we can get you on again and you know just talk about how it's going. I hope you'd be willing to do that. Yes, no problem. Well, Coach, thanks a lot. That's Coach Dennis Hobson with Lords University. Coach, thanks again. Appreciate it very much. Thanks, Bill. Take care.